and welcome to this audio recording of the weekly research roundup, the research published between the 21st and 27th of February 2023. I'm Katrina Pears, the research correspondent for the ME Association. There's been a mix of research this week with four new ME-CFS studies, but 19 studies on non-COVID. Firstly, a few small points of interest this week, which is paper one, which looks at the terms slash names used within ME-CFS research, revealing that chronic fatigue syndrome is the predominant term used. Unfortunately, this is behind a paywall, so we cannot read the full findings. Paper 4, which is on anti-neurophil cytoplasmic antibody association vasculitis, AAV. It's not this study topic that is of interest. But in this published study, there are boxes which the authors clearly describe under the subheading Evidence before this study, added value of the study, and the implications of the evidence available. These easy-to-understand boxes make this research stand out, and I hope that more journals that publish research adopt this style as it makes the study more accessible to the readers. We have highlighted one of the MECFS studies in more detail. Paper 2 looks at establishing a marker for neurocognitive dysfunction. The study uses the established Continuance Performance Test, CPT3, which measures cognitive attention-related problems in just 14 minutes. The research recruited 158 patients with MVCFS and 67 controls. There is an easy-to-understand list of all the features measured by the CPT3 test within the study, such as sustained attention and response speed. MECFS patients were significantly different to controls in all measures the test analysed. Furthermore, cognitive impairment could be detected in all the main measures of the test, which were inattentiveness, impulsivity, sustained attention and vigilance. The results showed that MECFS patients had a worse indicator of inattentiveness, sustained attention, vigilance, impulsivity slow reaction time, and more atypical scores. Interestingly, these measures are also associated with the likelihood of an attention deficit disorder, like attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, ADHD. They found the most discriminant indicators of MECFS were variability and the hit reaction time, which both measure response speed. There are a few points which could improve this study. It is unfortunate that there was large imbalance of males to females in the study, with 145 females to 13 males in the MECFS group. The authors do not go into the detail of the effect of gender, other than this significantly affects the cognitive function result. We do not know from this study if participants were recruited as there was concern over their cognitive function, i.e. they had reported brain fog at the clinic. There was no controlling factors for medication taken which could in turn affect cognitive function. It is difficult to interpret results from performance studies like this as participants know that their function is being tested. It is hard to say how this will influence results. Participants in this study were recruited from one clinic only, therefore it would reinforce results to have comparisons across numerous clinics. It will be also interesting to see how non-COVID groups would compare. Furthermore, and most importantly, I think it is crucial to compare MECFS results to those with an attention deficit disorder due to the similarity functioning shown in this study. 
It is important that these two groups can be clearly distinguished from in a blinded test if this is to be used for diagnosis. Results from this study are not surprising as cognitive dysfunction is a well-known problem in ME-CFS, but this study differs in its size, providing sound evidence for neurocognitive dysfunction in ME-CFS. Due to the methods used in this research, it would be hoped that this could be easily replicated and expanded. You may also be interested in reading this week paper 2 in the Long Covid reference section, which shows structural brain changes in Long Covid. Dr Charles Shepherd has also provided a comment on this study. Thank you for listening to this audio recording of the weekly research roundup. I will be back next week with the next instalment.